Sports Beat on the Bay. Good morning, everybody. This is Sports Beat 88.7 on your dial for Monday, March 7th, with Dave Percival and Dan Caswell. And Grant's here as well. How are you guys doing today? You look like you've been battered. You know what? I've, I, I like, don't you, understand. Are I you, uh, you know, uh, going over to the Ukraine and fighting and took some shrapnel to the head? Like, what happened? Well, I hate to tell you, but I uh, I just bumped my head. But you see, because I don't have any feathers up there to, <laughs> to protect it, yeah. things happen. Yeah. Right? Uh, okay. A natural helmet. A natural helmet. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, very good. But anyway, I'm in one piece, no concussion syndromes at this point. I can get through the show. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Okay, but you know what? I, I sat and watched the Leaf game the other night, Vancouver Canucks. And I'm going to tell you what. It's it's a sad situation with uh, Jack Campbell because it's a, you know you can you can the narrative is anything you want you can say the defense the defense looked fine to me they had guys tied up the Leafs offensively were all over Vancouver throughout most of the game mm-hmm. um, it took away from the most electrifying performance I've ever seen from Austin Matthews best one of the most best games I've ever seen a guy play as far as his his puck ability and mm-hmm. what he was able to do but Jack Campbell can't stop the puck now. And that's a real problem. They've got a real issue here because Boston are right in their rearview mirror, two points back of them. The Leafs are now with this great record heading to wildcard territory. So, okay, the question I'll pose to both you guys, they need a defenseman in the worst way. But what do they do at this point? Now it's now it's almost like they have to change it up. Do they try to get a Braden Holtby at the trade deadline? Because they can't play this, they can't let this situation go on much longer. But are you any ahead with, the, say, a Braden Holtby? Well, Are you any ahead with uh, Mark Andre Fleury? I don't like. I think you're just putting in a new name because uh, if you give the give this goaltending tandem of uh, Mrazek and Campbell the confidence they need, perhaps that will breathe in some confidence for them moving forward and into the playoffs, rather than listening to you know. Uh, all the outside, because I mean, obviously they they hear the media, they listen to the show, they hear us bashing them. So why why is it like they need to stop that? And I think that the coaching staff and and everyone needs to calm them down and say, look, you guys are great. This is what we're doing, and go from there. All right, that's that's very good. because Braden Holby. Why is he not in in Washington anymore? Yeah. Right? The, okay. True enough. These are stopgap like measures. Not, it's not like they couldn't afford them. Right, exactly. You know, and so he's just, I don't know. I don't, I don't see any goaltender out there, aside from Vasilevsky, that is going to help the Leafs more than what they have right now. Well, that Demko from Vancouver would certainly help. He's another <laughs> tremendous goaltender. But, you know, you think about it, Dan. What but, is wrong okay, with Okay, let's go back to Demko. Yeah. yeah. Demko, was, we were, they were having the same conversations out in Vancouver before Christmas. Demko wasn't the, the the player that they thought he was going to be, right? Boy, yeah, you're right. You know? You're 100% right. And so right. He's, he's turned the corner. But and this has gone on since January. Yeah. I've been vocal about it. This has been a long-term uh, collapse, really. And, you For know, sure. when you go back and forth, what's wrong with Wall, Joseph Wall? His three, four games, he looked fine. Why wouldn't you bring him in? For sure. Okay, so you're a good point. Now, Grant, you, would you like to see them change up goaltending? I know you have a soft spot for Jack Campbell because I, he's I, a nice guy. I, I got to be honest with you, Dan's uh, positivity about the situation. Being a Leaf fan just made me feel uh, comfortable, and I feel all cozy and warm now. To be honest with you, I don't feel like there is a problem. 
<laughs> so it doesn't matter how we do. If we finish dead last, you're still going to be cool with it, right, today? Well, I'm not going to take it that far, but I, I do <laughs> kind of agree with Dan about that. I mean, uh, I think the goaltending situation will work itself out. Well, last night, Percy, I, yep. you know, I didn't get an opportunity to watch uh, much this weekend. It was a busy weekend. Yes. But last night, parked myself on the couch for the uh, Blackhawks and Tampa game. All right. And uh, how did how, what did you think of that? I don't know if you watched it, but the first period, Blackhawks were all over them. Got out of the first period, up one nothing, and then Tampa said, "Okay, well, I guess it's time to play hockey." And going into the third period, they set a franchise record by scoring three goals in 32 seconds. Yeah. To win six. Oh, wow. To okay. win six to three. Yeah. So, um, you know, and Marc-Andre Fleury did not look that stellar in that 32 seconds. All right. So you you've, you guys have both brought me over. I don't like to disagree with either one of you. They got to wait it out. Now, tonight, I don't, well, I don't even want to watch the game tonight. <laughs> I'm afraid what's going to happen when Columbus takes a shot on net. This dynamic Leaf team offensively aren't getting it done because of goaltending. Uh, you know, I, I I don't know. Maybe I'm a little defeatist today. We can always, you know, what's Mr. Hutchison up to? <laughs> oh, boy, I don't think we should go down that road. <laughs> but anyway, you know what? Columbus Blue Jackets tonight, Morazic's in that. Yes. All right, that's probably a good thing tonight. Uh, this is where I got to go. This has been my key thing. I didn't realize Wayne Simmons played his thousands thousandth game i can't even talk my tongue so big now i'm so upset (laughs) you know what it's worth it's worth a tell i'm all about inclusivity and i'll tell you what if you they should you know what the 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 movement afoot in the nhl should have him as your main guy coach said about simmons he's no maintenance not low maintenance he is no maintenance local hockey in scarborough is what he played drafted two years late into the o um drafted uh late in his NHL career. And here's the numbers that I, as a Philadelphia Flyer, Dan, he was fantastic. Yes, he was. So a thousand games with very few people. Um, since his draft year, he's sixth in, uh, sixth in goals, second in power play goals, eighth in points, and in the key categories, first in fights and penalty minutes. And I'll uh, tell you what, these are crazy numbers. And I, they were they brought up Brian Burke picking Bobby Ryan, who was, no, who was not a bad hockey player. He had a chance to take Simmons, and he said that he regretted it all his life because Simmons went fifth. He, there were two guys that came third and fourth that nobody's ever heard of. And Simmons went to your Flyers, I believe, yep. And, yep. and the rest is history. Mm. So, Wayne Simmons, no maintenance. How many guys did they say that about in the NHL? Not very many. Not many. So I, I think it's fantastic, a thousand games, and good for him. Because did you see Spezza trying to get him the goal against Vancouver? Spezza put him in twice. Yeah. And Simmons couldn't bury it. And uh, I was hoping he could score a goal in this final game. Um, so my affair, my love affair at the Raptors, I'm on a bit of a downslide there, too. The, the Raps uh, have dropped a couple over the weekend. And they dropped one to a very good Cleveland team last night by seven points. You know what? If Anobi and Van Fleet are out, they're, you know what it is? They're just a very, they don't have a deep bench. So right. when those guys are gone... Um, they're going to struggle, right? There's no question about it. When Gary Trent Jr., who is a great player, is not shooting well, which he's not, they're going to have trouble beating teams. Now, when Van Fleet comes back and Anobi comes back, they're very competitive. So mm-hmm. I don't want to be – I've I'm, I'm been very negative today, but I don't want to be completely <laughs> negative about the 34 and 30 we Raptors. we got to around positive here. All right. I'll, I'll take a breath and we'll keep going. Um, Hey, we've got uh, Bay Hill. Did I watch Bay Hill. Yep. Now, I didn't feel, I, I was so glad that I'll never have to play that course. Did you see these guys struggling with shots and, and off the green? And that is a brutal, 
uh, track. But this Scotty Scheffler won for the second time, uh, number one in FedEx points, second time in a month. Yeah, that's fantastic. And I really like that Victor Hovland, but he couldn't hang on. A lot of great players, like for Rory McIlroy to shoot back-to-back 76s, that's a, that is a tough golf course. Well, I did uh, catch the end of that, and uh, Scheffler's putt from a different area code. Like, what is that, a 100-foot putt he made? He didn't make it, but he Yeah, it he brought it up in. to a tap He in. needed a two-putt from about 100 feet, and it was just a tap-in. So that put the pressure on Hovland to make sure that he like he had to birdie essentially from the you know from the apron right and uh no you know what and i thought that i saw gary woodhead who's won i think he won the pga event he actually looked like myself in the sand trap he chunked one in the sand trap i haven't seen a, a touring pro do that in a long long time and i felt bad for him because he was right in the hunt and then that that shot and then the resulting shot out of the trap that's devastating yeah. for a guy at that level um not to steal what you had said, but Colin Cameron from Port Sydney won a bronze in the Paralympic game That's in the 18 fourth. kilometer cross country. Awesome. Event. And uh, hey, they're off to a good start. One gold, one silver, and four bronze. Doesn't Fantastic. get any better than that, does it? No. Nope. Um, what else we got here? Well, what do you, you, you have some stuff, Dano, I think. Do you not? Yes, I do. Yes, you do. <laughs> good. Thank uh, God. Yeah, so, you do. Yeah, so uh, busy uh, with hockey this yes. weekend. So it was like the local league. Uh, wrap up and so for those that are not familiar with local league so it's uh, each town in our area has their own host leagues and so rather than just playing each other all year it's their you know so south muskoka has a couple of teams and uh perry sound and uh almagwin and uh, over in halliburton and huntsville and so uh, i don't know all the results but i do know that the hrc uh, U15, um, I guess that would be Bantam. Right. Uh, they they won the championship. Wow. Fantastic. Yes. Fantastic. Now, what about your own boys? How did they fare in this? Well, Matthew and U11 on the Invisible Fence team, They their first game, they lost in overtime to the team that actually went on to, to win it all. And But in their second game, to when they were kind of in the loser's bracket to if they had won that, they would have b- bounced back into oh, okay. a chance. They played a Perry Sound team and lost in double overtime. Wow. So ah. There is tons of parity in the league. And then with Nolan uh, in his U, or sorry, the HRC is U13, not 15. So Nolan in his U15s, they ended up Huntsville, the two Huntsville teams squared off together in uh, Halliburton. And so it was a 5-3 loss. For the what the Davacor team to Little Caesars, who ended up winning it all. Well, fantastic! Yeah. It's so fantastic. it was a weekend of hockey. It's a great weekend, and we got more local hockey. Our Junior Sea Otters kind of interesting. They finished up their year, and you know uh, they were down. I think it was uh, Friday night. They were in St- or in Allison. My apologies. A very very strong Allison team, and you know what? They hung with them. They only they lost six four with an empty net goal and. I've got it on pretty good uh, advisal that these guys are actually finding their way right now. Awesome. Tough game against Aurelia yesterday at the Kenda Summit Center. Uh, 1-1 tie going into the third period against a team that has beaten them fairly handily. Uh, Lost 3-1, I believe. So you know what? Who knows? Thursday night, they're in Stainer. 
They and that's when the playoffs start. Yeah, first game, first, first oh, okay. game of the playoffs. So they're in Stainer and then back here on Friday, which we'll give you know give uh, our listeners. What's the uh, series? Is it a best of five, best of seven? I think it's a best of seven. Okay, four or seven. But anyway, first game. Good luck, guys. Like you know what? They've had a tough year, but uh, these uh, weekend games give them a little bit of hope that they nice. they played very competitive hockey, mm-hmm. which means something good. Well, I'll tell you what. I, I just want to say I'm uh, I'm I'm a little sad. I'm sad that because Adam had a very feel good uh, story about uh, tennis that he wanted to share, and he was going to come today, but he, he wasn't able to uh, to make it here. So I, I just uh, I thanks for that, Adam, for sharing it with us. But uh, we'll, we'll maybe hopefully get to that maybe on Wednesday or Friday. It's just or maybe it won't be feeling good by then. I don't know, but it was a nice feel good story. Is all I'm saying. Yeah, it was, and I think we should probably talk about it on Wednesday. What do you think? Absolutely. I, you know our fact checker. He'll we we need to because he has some very, he has some very emotional, some very good stories yes. that he yes. can, that he likes to share. Yes. So on Wednesday, Adam, we will talk about your feel good story. Yes. All right. Excellent. Done deal. I'm Dave for Dan and Grant. To our listeners, have a fantastic day. Be safe, and we'll be back on Wednesday with more sports.